BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, I'm Kinsey from the I Love You So Much podcast. On my show, we talk about everything, lifestyle, business, finance, beauty, you name it. My favorite part about the show is the amazing guests that we bring on. We have everyone ranging from like business experts to influencers, CEOs, creative masterminds. It's so much fun. If you guys want to find me on Instagram, it is just at Kinsey Elizabeth. I release new episodes every Thursday, so hope to see you there. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm Taylor. Today we're doing a solo podcast because I just want to reflect on, you know, 2023. Lots of podcasters, influencers love to talk about their 2023 journey and how they're going to improve and how they're going to change. And like, listen, I have aspirations. Like, here's my resolution for 2023. In 2023, I need to get my shit together, okay? Like, that's it. I mean, I don't need to, like, I'm not going to lose 15 pounds or, like, start working out every day. It's like, I am going to drink more water. But there's no need to, like, just get your shit together. That's all I'm doing. And I'm just trying to focus on, like, not taking things away. And I'm trying to focus on abundance. But if I'm being real, New Year, say me. Not New Year, new me. New Year, say me. And it's not because I like myself. No, 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 no. We are definitely um, needing to go on a self-love journey. That's for sure. I mean, I, I was saying recently to somebody, if anybody in my life, family, friend, my wife, and coworker spoke to me the way that my brain speaks to me at 3 a.m., I'd never talk to that bitch again. But unfortunately... She's stuck inside my skull. And so I have to live with her. And she really starts acting up at around, eh, I'd say it's between 1.30 and 4 a.m. every single night. But there are some things I'm like doing to, I don't know, just like enrich my life. And one of those things recently came in the form of a Christmas gift from my wife. You know, she really talks a big game every Christmas. Like, oh my God, I've been shopping for you all year long. Oh my God, every single gift is so incredible. This is a really uncomfortable thing to talk about because like I am in a vacuum right now with my eyes closed, drinking my iced coffee, talking about it to just myself. But like, I know it. And I've said it a million times here. You guys know it. My wife edits this podcast. So it's like, 
I treat this podcast like it's my journal, especially the solo podcast. No, to be fair, I treat my podcast like a therapy session, all of them. Even if I'm interviewing somebody, somehow I wind up making their <laughs> interview about me. But when I do the solo ones, they're really like audio diaries. Like this is like audio monologue journaling. And so I'm like, I'm venting about my wife. It's crazy because like, she has to listen to every word I'm saying, but like extra carefully because she like I have to go back and listen again and stuff. Whatever. I mean, I, I think that makes our relationship stronger that she knows exactly what's going on in my brain at every second of every day. How fun for her. So anyway, she's like, she just talks such a big fucking game about Christmas and it sends me into like a literal panic, like a spiral of tizzy because I guess I am, I don't really feel like I'm competitive, but like maybe I'm more competitive than I give myself credit for. And it's not that I want to win Christmas. I just like want to, I just love her so much that like if she's like spoiling the shit out of me, I'm going to feel like the biggest piece of garbage if I don't like at least like match what she's done. So like, for example, our first anniversary, wedding anniversary is the best example I can give. If you listen to me a lot, you know the story. If you don't, let me tell it. I'm sorry, repetitive Rita, but here I go. So like Tay and I kind of agree because we were traveling a fuck ton like to see her family at their house in the Hamptons and then see that casual drop, that little brag. I'm disgusting. Uh, we went to go see her family. And then because we were in the Hamptons, it was like close to Boston. So we went to see my family and then like we ricocheted back to seeing like uh, friends of ours somewhere. Like we were on the road for like on the road again, like three weeks or something insane. So we made sure to get back to our apartment so we could be like alone and have sex and stuff. Um, like the day before our actual wedding anniversary. So it was kind of hectic. And I was like, I don't have anything planned. And like, I was going to plan us like a trip, but like, do you really want to travel after we just got home? And she's like, no, she's like, don't worry. We're not doing anything. And I'm like, we'll just like go to a nice dinner or something. Whatever. like no gifts. She's all no gifts. Bitch. Of course I wake up in the morning. She has a gift for me. And it's not that it's expensive, but it's thoughtful. It was this like portrait of Cipriani downtown is like one of our favorite restaurants in New York. And so she got, found this artist online and they do like, hand drawings of your favorite places that you go to in your life. And it was just very, very sweet. And I, not only did I not even have a gift, I didn't even have a fucking card. Like I failed so miserably on so many levels. So uh, like the feeling I had in the pit of my stomach, it was so bad. Like it was self-torture. It's a word I've used for years on the show. If you're a long-time listener, you know it. But it's the word bathos. And it's like, this is what bathos is. Bathos is this, <laughs> it's that like noise in your stomach. Like, oh my God, 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 oh my God. Like, have you ever done something embarrassing? Let's say like a night out drinking. I mean, who hasn't been there? And like the next day you're, I don't know, making brekkie where you're like doing the dishes and like out of nowhere, like the memory of the thing that you did that like, you know, was so bathos, like comes flooding back to you and you like audibly are like, oh, it like physically hurts your soul. Well, that's the bathos, right? So needless to say, when I didn't have a first anniversary gift for Tay and she did for me, I had a panic attack and then promised to buy her a Rolex. And then I couldn't go back on my promise because then I would be doubling down in the land of bathos. So there goes our child, our future child's college tuition. No, I got her a used one and got a really good deal on it. But still, it's like certainly not in le budget. But um, but like I was just so overwhelmed with the bathos that like I had to pull out something crazy. So 
my point is like I never wanted to feel like that ever again. So for Christmas when she's like, I'm nailing Christmas for you. I'm like, oh my God, like I have to step up my game. Like I can't, I can't have a Rolex 2.0. And Tay, I want to be clear. Tay got me a lot of great gifts. But when she's talking about great gifts, like I'm thinking about like, like maybe like a vintage Gucci bag. But what Tay's very sentimental. So one of the big gifts that she got me that she nailed. She nailed it. Was she got me, are you guys ready for this? She got me harmonica lessons. If you guys thought the amazing Technicolor dream coat from anthropology was bad, I mean, what? Am I eight years old? Like when I opened it, I was like, oh my God, that's so funny because I dabble with the harmonica um but like I don't really play it and I don't know it's I guess like I guess we had it in the pandemic like I don't even know how we had it and I'm like it's top of mind because I had my first harmonica lesson yesterday and what a journey it was it was wild I felt oh so many emotions so in the pandemic we were all losing our minds, right? And just like you weren't going outside because I, I like I remember feeling like if we opened the window, we'd get COVID. And like, what is COVID? And it was really scary. Like now looking back, hindsight's twenty twenty. But like, like think about those first few weeks where we we're like freaking the fuck out. It took me like an hour and a half to wipe down my groceries. So we're at home just trying to like you know buy time, not lose our minds. And I guess we had a harmonica. I don't know why. I mean, it's probably I I, I put it on. I mean, she is the queen of like picking up very strange, obscure hobbies and then like dropping them like a hot potato. So not to brag, but I'm a singer. I used to be. um, And I have been told by one or more singing coach, teacher, what have you, that your girl has perfect pitch. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So I'm kind of drunk. I'm looking at this harmonica one night. And I was like, I bet if you play Piano Man, I could like totally play along with Piano Man. So Tay played it. I did. We videotaped it. We put it up on Instagram. It's like way the hell down, like in the 2020s on my Instagram. But there is a video. There's evidence of me, if you don't follow me, at Taylor Strecker. If you're going to go look at it and you don't follow me, fuck you. At least please give me the follow. At Taylor Strecker. Yeah, the views are good, but like I would love the follow. So there's a video of me playing the harmonica. And honestly, I'm fucking good, okay? And this girl, I've never had a lesson. And I, of course, attribute it to my perfect pitch hearing. The singer within her. From then on out, like, I don't know, just like every now and then, like, it's not like something I'm doing on the reggae. It's just like something that pops up here and there. So... Claudia was over, God, right before Christmas. So probably like end of November, early December. And we have a guitar again. Our home is like a graveyard of Tay's failed hobbies. We've got like the fucking DJ system up on the roof. Pew, 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 pew. Everybody hit the dance floor on the ones and twos. Um, her guitar I got her a couple of Christmases ago. She can play this. Ding, 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 
So Claudia is like, oh my God, I play the guitar. And we're like, yeah, right. And I mean, I was impressed. So we give her the guitar and she played she played uh, Green Day. I was very, very impressed. And like, I also got a little threatened because my wife loves, she loves singer. She loves a musician. She also loves a pretty face. And she also loves a sense of humor. So Claudette is quite frankly, my biggest threat when it comes to my marriage. And Claudette, she got to tell you, she has a little bit of a crush on my wife. So in the moment, I'm feeling really threatened. So I'm like, oh, my God, I have to do something drastic to impact the love and affection of my wife. So I was like, I play the harmonica. <laughs> and Claudia was like, oh, really, bitch? So I was like, yeah, I do. So Tay's like, no, she really does. And, and Tay's so sweet. Like, the heart eye emoji is the way that my wife is to me and looks at me. Like, she clearly has some sort of mental problems because <laughs> I don't deserve that. But I'll take it, damn it. So anyway, Claudia is like, you know, Claudia, like, that's our relationship. Like, we're very sassy. We're very cheesy. But there's like such deep love there. So Claudia's like, okay, let's see it. Harmonica player. And so I played, I did my little Billy Joel ditty. I can also do Alanis Morissette hand in my pocket, but like, let's just focus on the task at hand. I'm way better at the Billy Joel of it all. So I played it and I closed my eyes because I have to concentrate. Like when I, you know, like when I'm playing, I concentrate, I close my eyes. And when I opened my eyes, my little peepers, I saw the look of genuine astonishment on Claudia's face. And I was like waiting for everyone to laugh, right? Because like, I'm so self-deprecating. It's like, yeah, that kind of sucked. And Claudette was so genuinely impressed by my level of musicality. Like the way in which she thought I was the lead singer of Blues Travelers. I could tell it was genuine. Like she was like, I'm really impressed. Like I felt like she loved me even just like a little bit more that day as my friend. Like she was really proud of me. It felt really good. So that was like kind of the boost of confidence I needed. So Fast forward to, oh yeah, it must have been the end of November. Fast forward to Thanksgiving with my family and Tay's family. We had like this big dinner and at the end, Tay was like, play the harmonica, play the harmonica. I mean, it's so funny because I grew up my whole life with a mom. My mom's not a stage mom whatsoever. Like I was the one begging to like, you know, go on Star Search. I had big aspirations of being cast <laughs> as a contestant on Legends of the Hidden Temple. Like, what is that memory? If you know, you know. But like my mom always supported it, but she never like made me do it. It wasn't like a gross relationship with me and my stardom. Like I was, it was I was like self-propelling forward. But what I will say is my mom, like I would do something cute or funny and she'd be like, Hercules, Hercules, do it again, do it again. Like I'm like a toy. You was like, beep, boop, you press the button and like I do exactly what I just said. Say it again, deliver it the same way. Oh my God, I'm gonna call your Aunt Betsy. Like my mom's bit, like she's very like, not forcing me to perform, but when I do, she's like, oh my God, you're so good. Do it again. She like encourages me to show off, which makes me completely intolerable. And the irony is I married my mother and I always said I wanted to marry my mother and alas, I did. So like literally the baton has been passed the baton. I know it's baton in this world. It's baton. We have our own language here. Passing the baton. It should be baton. Baton literally makes no sense. Anyway, I digress. So she passed the baton to my wife who now is like, do the thing. That was so cool. Do it again. Show my mom. Show my family. I'm going to FaceTime everybody. And it's like, oh my God. I, mean, I get embarrassed. Like, I like attention, but like, come on. Like, not like that. So I played the harmonica and I was, yeah, the, the, the fam was impressed, but I could tell that like, I, 
I knew I wasn't nailing it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I knew I was kind of, I was fudging it. And for the non-pitch perfect ear, it was like, she's good. But in my soul of souls, I knew I wasn't hitting the right notes. And I was like, I'm like looking at this little shiny musical contraption. And I'm like, I innately have been given by God the gift to play you without even knowing how you operate. I think I owe you the respect of like really learning the intricate workings of your beautiful little soul. I want to learn how to blow you, right? I mean, that's what you do. You blow, you suck in and you blow out on a harmonica. I learned this in my lesson yesterday. Blow is the proper terminology, okay? Don't at me. I want to learn how to give you the most perfect blowjob you've ever received in your entire life, you little harmonica. La, 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 la. I literally have it in my hands, looking at it like a lover. So, like, I, like, I'm like, I have this instrument. I've got this innate ability that's kind of impressive to people. But, like, it'd be really fun to kick it up a notch and, like, kind of, like, be more confident and be like, I know I'm hitting the right notes. Like, I don't need to be, like, the Beethoven of the harmonica. But, like, I just want to confidently know, like, a handful of songs. So I, I guess I talked about this with Tay. Like, yeah, I'm good, but I like I'm not, I could be better. And so her sweet little heart, she went and she bought me harmonica lessons with like a real person for her Christmas. So when I opened the gift, I was like, that's really funny and also really sweet. But then like, do you know how annoying it is to go take a lesson? Like, come on. It's the worst. I was teleported back to like when I was little and my mom had me doing like a gajillion different activities. It's like you got your sporting lesson, your tennis lesson, you know, you sock to practice. You got your piano lesson. And like to know me is to know that I am queen quitter. Okay. Like I make fun of my wife for having a graveyard of all of her failed hobbies. But quite frankly, join the club, sister friend. I mean, I was the worst growing up. I wanted to horseback ride because our neighbor had a horse and I would go and brush its tail, which made me think that I could like go to an Olympic level, cut to my mom spending, I'm sure, hundreds if not thousands of dollars on like prepaid lessons and equipment and the outfits and the velvet little cap, also known as a helmet. And I went for my first lesson and the horse stepped on my foot and I was traumatized and I never went back again. Also, my mom, when I was in, oh God, yeah, when I was like a junior in college, I, w- I realized my grades weren't strong enough to get me into a good school. So I decided I was going to back, di- I was going to backdoor it. I was like, oh, I'm going to pick a really obscure sport that no one plays as a girl and I'm going to get really, really good at it in the next year. And then I'm going to use that to like get a scholarship to Harvard. Okay. Uh, newsflash, it didn't work, but I decided to pick up ice hockey. I was a strong skater. Your girl figure skated uh, as she was growing up, but what I learned was could not stop to save my life. Um, so again, with my mom, God, gotta love moms that just have blind, delusional faith in their <laughs> mediocre children. And um, she bought me all the equipment. I mean, again, hundreds, if not thousands of dollars worth of shit. One practice, I quit. I slammed against the side of the rink so many times. Like I gave myself a mild concussion. (laughs) We're out with that. And then I remember I like expressed a mild interest in liking like songwriting when I was a senior in high school. And before I went off to college, my mom like gave me like the bomb ass Christmas of my life. And she bought me a brand new Taylor. Taylor guitars are like, top of the line. 
it's like, oh man, mom, just get me like an introductory one, you know, like the one where the strings are plastic off of Amazon. Amazon didn't exist back then, but oh my God, I felt so bad. And I was also like lying to her at the time about dating this guy. She totally, she was like, I got you all these gifts because you're such a good girl. And I was like, I'm a lying whore. Anyway, so yeah, uh, that guitar, I took my freshman year of college to like a Modown festival and it poured the whole weekend and it completely got ruined. So yeah, I, I definitely, I am not, um, I am not a stranger to starting habits and dropping them. And so I'm kind of like, it's kind of triggering. Oh my God, don't trigger me, Taylor, with my Christmas present. Like I was like, I don't want to take a lesson, but like we live in the modern world where you can take it because they're like 20 minutes, these lessons, but you take them virtually. So it's like, I'm literally in my pajamas. Like I don't even have to leave the house. Like I'm going to keep canceling on my lesson, but like I work and stuff. I got, my time is precious. Anyway, so I tried to move it, but Tay was like, I already moved your lesson once. I cannot move it again. So I like had to do the lesson. <laughs> It was so, it was so weird. At first I was like so mad at her and like so angry that she was like taking a half an hour out of my very, and I'm not, I'm not being facetious. I'm being dead ass. I run a business, okay? A very busy schedule. I'm like, this is insane. Like I had so much on my to-do list for work and I'm like, I don't have the time. I'm doing payroll. I have to go blow into a device. Get out of here. But um, I went and I did the, uh, the, <laughs> the appointment the lesson, whatever. Um, I lo love my teacher. I totally want him over. And I also realized I'm not as good at the harmonica as I thought I was. I know diddly shit. He called me on my, he, he called my bluff. He's like, he's like, so tell me why you want to do this. I was like, I don't know. Like I'm really good naturally. <laughs> and then when I started playing guys, he was like, well, you know, you might want to do this thing where you videotape yourself playing and then you can go back and listen because sometimes what you think you hear is not exactly what you're hearing. Uh, translation, you suck at the harmonica. Um, but it was, I learned a couple things that I was like, oh my God, this is actually very helpful. Like, I feel like now, like, I know the instruments where, like before we were just like messing around, you know, we were just like, fuck buddies. And now we're like moving on to Loveville. I'm going to bend this bitch like you've never dreamed of. That's a terminology, by the way. That's a harmonic terminology, bending. Something like that. So I've literally, you guys, this whole podcast, I've had this harmonica in my hand and I'm staring at it. An ode to my harmonica. So we focused on piano man and I have to practice. I learned about like, they're not notes, but they're like numbers and like it makes a lot more sense now. So I feel like I have a much firmer grasp on Piano Man and I feel like I was completely faking it before. But like I told him that what I'm really looking for is like, I'm not looking to be like some sort of aficionado. I'm just looking to like impress people at a party, you know, like it's like a party trick. So we're working on Piano Man and we're going to move on to Alanis Morissette. And then if I get really good, he said we can move into Blues Travelers, but I don't know if I'm going to be that good. Anyway, so right now what I would like to do... <laughs> is I would like to perform for you live, not edited, what I learned and my harmonica lesson. Ladies and gentlemen, come on, ladies and ladies, and like three gentlemen, this is Piano Man. <laughs> okay, shh. <laughs> Don't look at me.
Anyway, guys, um, you know what? New year, new me. I take it back. It's not year, same me. New year, new me. Look at her taking lessons, practicing, like, you know, reaching for her dreams. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to dream big. Maybe one day I will join Alanis Morissette on stage and I will play hand in my pocket along with her. You know what? One day I may go to a Billy Joel concert and I'm going to pull my harmonica out of my back pocket of my jeans because, yes, in this fantasy, I will be wearing jeans because that's also part of my fantasy is going on Ozempic and being skinny. Um, yeah, I will do a whole podcast about that. Like this whole like I'm so embarrassed, like Ozempic, so embarrassing. Fuck that. It's a miracle drug. And quite frankly, I think it's going to single handedly fix the entire obesity you know, epidemic we have in this country. And I am like very, very and I'm talking from a health perspective. OK, like from a health perspective. I am unhealthy. I need to lose some weight. And um, so I'm going to go on an Ozempic journey and I'm going to be fully open about all of it. And like, don't even get me started on the on the Khloe Kardashian of it all. Like, I'm so mad at her. Like, she like people accuse her of being on Ozempic. She got like super, super, super offended. And she was like, oh, my God. Like, I would never go on Ozempic. Oh, really? Like, like, it's so bad. Like, Chloe, I know you work hard, okay? I know you work out. I believe that you do. I believe that you do. But like, please, girl, let's not pretend. Like, maybe she's not on Ozempic, okay? That's fine. But the way she vilified it was like, ew, gross. (sighs) Ozempic? I would never. How dare you? I work out. I work hard. It's like, Chloe, you and all your sisters, okay? Love you guys. But like, let's get real. Like, you guys have had so much work done. Who gives a fuck if somebody's on Ozempic? Like, I wish she had been like, I actually am not on Ozempic. I have done a lot of other things, but I think Ozempic is a great tool for people who are struggling with weight loss. Like, how can you be somebody who's so clearly a proponent of elective, like, assistance when it comes to making yourself look exactly the way that you want? And then, like, you fucking shit all over something like Ozempic. It really pissed me off, Chloe. I love you, girl. But, like, she did not like her, okay? Like, I'm, I'm done with this narrative that, like, Ozempic and Munjara and all these, like, glucose uh, peptoids or whatever they're called obviously have an appointment with a doctor. Why would I know the terminology? That's January 25th. And if I can get in sooner, bitch, I am. I'm not walking to get my Ozamps or whatever it's called. I am running loud and proud. Anyway, but, like, I'm so over this, like, Ozempic is not an insult, okay? The most beautiful, you know what I'm going to learn on my harmonica? Oh, 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 Ozempic. Let me try. Okay, I got to work on it with my coach. Anyway, my point is, uh, you know what? New year, new me. New year, new me. I'm going to take my harmonica lessons. I'm not going to quit like my old me used to. I'm going to dream big about being on stage with blue travelers, wearing jeans, that button, and living my best damn year. 2023 is going to be my bitch. There you go. Wow, what a journey. Talk about flip-flopping. I started being like, new year, say me. Now I'm like, I'm a totally different person after my harmonica lesson. You guys, that is the your unhinged solo episode for the month. If you like these solo episodes, you got to let me know because I feel crazy over here. Um, And you guys know what I always say. You can always DM me. Follow me if you don't already at Taylor Strecker. You can always DM me. And please, please, it's like tipping your barista. You throw two bucks into the tip thing. Well, then please make sure to rate, review, and definitely subscribe 
to this podcast, it means the worm, gun. And also, if you like soups, love me, and you're like this crazy bitch, I I need more of her. Then I actually have a daily podcast, uh, well, radio show, whatever you want to call it, a daily show. It's on Patreon Monday through Friday. I have a cast of amazing co-hosts, and um, it's just like a wild, little, weird, crazy best friend club treehouse land and um it's if you think this is unhinged you have no idea what's going on over there um but it's really fun and if you need more of me i highly recommend patreon.com slash the taylor strecker show guys that's it for me this week until next week bye girl bye Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.